I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. And today you are going to listen to somebody who has really uncovered her magic. I know I always say that every week and I get excited. This is one I'm going to wake up on Tuesday morning and be so excited that you are all going to be getting this opportunity to meet this woman. Her name is Cindy Edison. And I listened to her on a podcast, you know, the story of my life. Everyone, Everyone's always asking me, how do you have all this time to listen to these podcasts and read these books and have these interviews with these people? And I think it's because I love it so much. I don't look at it that way. I mean, I do get things done, <laughs> but I don't turn the radio on. I mean, I'm, I do my walk. I get in the car. I, I'm constantly in the house when I'm doing my housework. I listen to these podcasts and these books and, but I just know it's because I'm so passionate about it. And especially when I meet someone like Cindy, I absolutely go crazy because it was like, I listened to her, I emailed her and she emailed back right away and said, she is so busy, but is, I just, she wanted to do it. So she said, what about a Sunday? She's like, I keep Sundays open for myself and would love to sit down with you on a Sunday. So we planned on a Sunday and I was so excited. And, you know, my prep work beforehand, I was, I was definitely living in a different vibration after that week of being with her in my ear. And I still am. In fact, sometimes, you know, I go from one person to the next in these interviews. So I really focus with her. I really missed that. I really missed the teachings of Joseph and Cindy, because she's so down to earth and you will get it and you will love her and you will be buying her books. You'll be going down her rabbit hole because I just know you guys so much and know what you love. And this is going to be one of those. You'll be sharing this with your friends and you will be texting me and DMing me and emailing me, telling me, holy smokes, Cindy Edison is amazing. So be ready. Let me tell you who she is on her website. I'll just read a little bit. It's just a paragraph, but it's just, I'm Cindy Edison, a conscious channel for the collective consciousness known as Joseph. Joseph speaks to us from the vibration of the new earth, teaching the perspective that will move us forward in our evolution to the expanded realms of consciousness. Their message is the evolved teachings of Seth and Abraham and is based on the universal truths and how they play a role in our individual and collective expansion. You know, most of you know Abraham Hicks and Seth, you know, Jane Roberts, channeled Seth when I have that book way back, you know, in the 19, what, early 70s. 
And then Abraham, you know, Esther, I've been following her for the last 30 years. What Cindy does is she realized that, that Joseph is an, is, uh, like a, a version of our growth, like where we are now. It's what we are ready for. So you can kind of look at those as, you know, we learned all this stuff about Seth and then we went into Abraham. Now we're moving into Joseph. Not that they're all, they all work together, but Joseph is going to be to the, that's kind of how she explains it. And you'll get when she describes why Seth and Abraham are part of why, how she describes Joseph. But um, yeah, I just, there's something about the teachings of Joseph that resonate with me. And I know if they resonate with me, they will with you. Most likely, I can't say that for everyone, but for the most part, I know everyone who listens to this, um, uh, my podcast, we resonate. We're in a soul family for sure. Let me too read this part on her website that explains who Joseph is, because I think that will kind of set the stage so you understand what Joseph is. So this is, I'm reading it from her website. It says, we are Joseph, an aspect of and the evolutionary collective consciousness of Seth, channeled by Jane Roberts, and Abraham, channeled by Esther Hicks. We speak from a higher plane of consciousness. So that's kind of what I just said. This consciousness, this level of vibration is now available to all who seek it. We are a group that is true. Some of us have been on your physical planet and some have not. However, our message of love is timeless and limitless, and its impact on your planet is crucial to the shift that is currently taking place on your plane of existence. We offer you more insight into who you truly are, for your souls all abide on a higher plane as Cindy's abides with us. We have chosen to reveal ourselves at this juncture for the purpose of assisting in the expansion of humanity and to reveal the pathway that will bring humanity into our vibration by offering our perspective, the perspective of your soul. This shift is necessary for all must accommodate the perspective of the vibration that will move you toward the experience of living on the new earth as fifth dimensional beings. We welcome you aboard our plane if you choose, and we will assist in your expansion as you choose as well. We hope you will forge ahead with us on this journey of love, peace, and well-being for all humanity. You are loved, Joseph. So as I said in the beginning, you know, this is just part of our evolution where we're, you know, they come in at this time to take us, you know, on this plane to let's go. And, you know, on a personal note, I don't know, you know, I talked to some of you and I really appreciate that. I always say that every week, but my listeners have become my friends and it's so important to connect with people. You know, this podcast fulfills me so much with these guests like Cindy, because now like, I feel like she's my friend and we can connect and I, it grows me and it makes me want to expand even more and learn more. But to have a community where you are connected with these, with with the people that I've have connected with me since listening to this podcast. It's a dream to me. Like you don't realize in life when you are on a journey of self-discovery and you're constantly learning, sometimes it's alienating or it's like you feel like you're alone and you feel like, and it's okay. And I'm fine with that. And it's fun to do all that and believe me. But when other people come to you and 
and they are on the same on their journey and they want to learn too and you share and you explain things and you learn what you teach what you learn and all that it is so satisfying and i can't even think of the word but where it's just so fulfilling and so do that please reach out to me i say that every week but i really mean that cuz i want to start some kind of a group and i want to form it before we even do it because i really feel like having a a community within this podcast would be really really special so on on to my personal life <laughs> if you care, because I am always talking about my girls, but um, that's my life outside of this podcast. But we've been, you know, doing our college stuff for Paige and coming up with those, you know, what we like and what we don't like and what listening to our intuition on what pulls us to each school and what are the things that are important. Getting better as a mom, knowing that this is for, you know, the next stage of our life and she's growing and you know, I've gone, it's a lot to go through as a mom during this time. And I look at all the moms that have gone through it and now it's real and I'm working through that. But Presley's doing good. She's loving the crew team and loving her new school and new, meeting new friends. And we're getting ready to really get serious about our pageant practice because we're going to nationals in November. So we're getting ready for that and practicing on the weekends and um, in the meantime, I'll be traveling with Paige this week to go see a college and that will be fun. And I just, and also like on personally, I really, after all these people that I've been meeting lately, and I don't know if it's like when we, we know we're shifting into this different vibrations and we're getting into this higher consciousness, I'm really feeling it. I'm more in that gratitude, high frequency, like all the time. And it's almost sometimes I get tears in my eyes that I'm so happy. And then it gets more and more. And then I realize that there's not really a moment in the day unless I think Paige not being in her bedroom a year from now, (laughs) that will bring my vibration down. But for the most part, I keep lifting up. And I know it's because of you guys that reach out to me. That really helps when I get to talk to people and my new friends on when we get to talk on the phone and when I get your messages. And that always helps too. It's just, I think it's an amazing time in our life. You know, you can look at the negatives that's going on, but I can't even do that. And I'm really, it's so fun to see it in that, in those eyes and to live that way. And I really do. And I live that way with the girls and Richard, you know, we live in this world that, you wouldn't know that anything's going on. I mean, we're not putting the blindfolds on, but I really think when you focus on your energy and you focus on the happiness and the gratitude and, you know, I know how that is so important, but it's just now so natural and it's so fun to, I get excited to get up in the morning and to see the magic unfold. And it's, I think that's how life, if we could all have that as our intention, would be. That's how our life would unfold. So anyway, thank you again all for listening. And again, if you have any teenagers or no parents that want to join my parent classes during the week, please connect with me. And um, if they have teenagers that want to do my classes, again, just connect with me and get on my website or just email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com. 
So get ready to be in love with Cindy as much as me and just enjoy the show. So please welcome Cindy Edison Mm -hmm. to the show. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you, Ashley. I'm so happy to be here. Happy Sunday. I know. Thank you for doing this. I know this is a extra credit (laughs) for me to (laughs) get you to come on on a Sunday. And so can we um, go back to just kind of bring people up to speed of kind of where we're at now with Cindy Edison 2023? Wow. I don't think there's enough time ever to (laughs) have a story. When we first started, of course, I had no idea, no idea where anything was going, but it has been a journey. It really started for me in 2003 and the messages started coming through in 2009. But before that, I was hearing the audible voice. What I have discovered uh, through all these years is that they communicate with you on a level where you can understand them, you know, so many people want to rush the process and I did too. 10 years ago, I was saying, let's go, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wow. Was I not ready? We just have no idea the vastness of this uh, type of, I don't even want to call it an education, but discovery, you know, of who we are. It's just, you have to think in eternal terms. You know, so over the years, it has just been just an expansion of my awareness of them and of who I am, of who we all are, really. Me as the unique human of my soul and everybody is their unique human of their individual soul. So it's been quite a ride. I don't know what portion you want me to hit on because there's so many Tributaries. So many. I think what I want you to, (laughs) what, what I relate to when, when I mentioned earlier about the Abraham Hicks beginning that journey and then meeting Paul Selig and then the vision that you had with the planes and the flags and how Joseph comes to play in that. I think what I got with that too was we're ready for Joseph now. You know, it's what I mean. That's kind of where I want to, that's kind of what I want to come across to everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had been led to, well, they were talking to me since 2009, never knew their name. Every time I'd ask, they would say, the name doesn't matter. We are you. We are you. We are you. And okay. And as they were teaching me, they were saying this and it became more and more familiar. And then I think it was 2016 when they with the nudging, what we refer to and Abraham refers to as the inspired action. You know, they're pushing you. By the time I was, I started listening, they were pushing me, you know, pushing me. And everything I was seeing was Abraham, 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 Esther's face all over the place. And I had no idea who they were. So I had been listening to Abraham on Hay House radio at work every day. I was so excited to hear all of those you know, beautiful teachers and their stories and their shows. And I kept seeing the advertisement for Abraham come up, come up. And finally I said, okay, okay. And as soon as I started listening, I felt this shift in me. I felt a connection. Didn't know why yet, but I felt the connection. And over two years, well, actually a year and a half, a little over that, they were talking to me as Abraham when I was writing. I was writing on the laptop every day with them. And one day they just said, oh, by the way, and it's not verbatim how it happened, but we are Abraham. 
And I just started laughing and I just, you know, you just go, yeah, right. That's funny. But it sounded like them. And I, so I started investigating that on my own through them and they were answering my questions. And after a while, many months, it got very comfortable. And I said, yeah, I guess they are. And what they were telling me was that at that time, Esther was going to retire, which is a whole nother story. And mm-hmm. that the expansive, the expansive consciousness that Abraham was teaching from and Seth and many other teachers, um, was of course expanding as the human collective is focusing on it. And there would be many teachers that would be teaching from the consciousness and we would be following the Abraham group had not heard the term new earth yet. So that was interesting. So I said, okay, well, that makes sense to me, you know. So then in probably September of 17, I was lucky enough or not lucky, driven to uh, uh, make an appointment with Paul Selig. Now, I had read several of his books. I love his his stuff. is wonderful. Yes. And so I scheduled an appointment with him. I was so excited. I wanted to hear what the guide said about my path, you know, and all this stuff. So we get on there and he's giving me his channeling reading. If you've ever had a session with him, he starts out just telling you about you, you know, that lasted maybe 15 minutes. And then he said, okay, so, you know, what's your deal? What are you, what are you into? What are you doing? Whatever. So I started telling him and I said, well, I'm channeling Abraham. And he, he kind of made a face and not a good face. Uh, for me. And, you know, and I kind of, you know, what? And he said, and I said, this is what I've been told. And I knew it was the truth because it was loving. I could feel the truth in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I'm looking to Paul Selig as my a mentor of sorts, right? you know? And I said, you know, they told me Esther was going to retire and whatever. And, and he said, mm, I don't think that's how it works. He said, Abraham like belongs to Esther. And I said, I, I do understand that, but this is what I'm being told now. I'm having a pit in my stomach, you know, because <laughs> now almost two years has, you know, this has been going on and, and I'm thinking I've been duped and I start getting, you know, back in my human form right. saying, holy crap, what's going on here? And so he says, let's ask the guides. The guides come in and they said they were there for maybe 30 seconds and very powerful. And they said, there is a group who is trying to teach through her. They, she must ask for their name. And at that point, I was very confused. And he said, ask them for their name. And I said, I know their name. Their name's Abraham. And they, <laughs> and they said, no. So I got home that night, pulled out my laptop, and I said, okay, you guys, what gives? And they said, they told me about how other channels channel, which I'm not going to get into here. And they said, we are Abraham. The translation is different. Didn't understand that then either. We are Abraham and we will reveal our name to you at the perfect time. So a little more confusion, but a little, you know, I was kind of calm. I was thinking, okay, there's something going on here. I need to let unfold, you know. So then a month later, they said, take a month off and go and write the first book. So when I did that, I so I made all those plans and I did that and so a few days after that, I was sitting outside a beautiful day and I was just not really thinking about anything. I was just breathing. And all of a sudden, this vision pops in my head of the propeller planes, you know, over the beach that carry those big banners. Yep. And I, I'm watching this thing and this thing goes by me. And the first banner behind it said Seth. The next banner attached to it said Abraham. And the last banner was blank. 
and I heard that's us. And I said, oh, okay, now I'm starting to understand. So with that vision, all of this stuff started coming together. More pieces of the puzzle were being fit together, kind of. A few days later, I don't know if I talked about this before, but a few days later, I was writing with them and I was I'm translating what they're saying. And all of a sudden, this Esther's face popped like right in front of my face. It was so clear to me she was right here right in front of my Uh. face and I'm going like this trying to see my screen like she was really in front of me and I said what is that why is Esther right in front of me and they said Esther is the face of Abraham and we don't have a face yet because our name has not been revealed something like that and you know I was back in 17 I have to go look and so that I understood I'm the face of this group whoever they are now there's a big mystery you know so a while later, you know, a few weeks later, they said, take a month and go and write the first book, which I did. And um, as I was finishing the first book's welcome letter, they signed it, We Are Joseph. And that's when I knew, that's when I knew. Oh, I just got covered with goosebumps. They're so yeah, cool. Yeah, me too. Um, so that, that's what I knew who they were. And I understood so many things that they are the next step of the Abraham message. There are many teachers teaching from this expanded consciousness, of course. And our message is kind of the, the trailer, let's say the trailer to the new movie that we are all creating, which is our journey to the new earth. And so we've taken on that segment of this teaching. Right. of the new earth teaching and how the human actually gets there, you know, right. what our next step is. I think the pull for me and what ignited my everything inside of me was, you know, we keep talking, I've, you know, this podcast, the new earth, you know, we're moving on, 55D, you know, all the things that people keep mentioning, you know, 2020 was our, you know, the beginning of the, you know, all these things and the op- the awakening. I mean, I, all these words that we used. But Joseph is the one that I get. I finally can wrap my head around what it is. And I laughed at one of your podcasts where you always say vibration. I always say vibration too, but it was like, if, if every time she takes, says the word vibration, take a shot. <laughs> I loved that comment. I just love that. That was so good because yeah, I mean, overwhelmed with vibration because that's what it is. Right. And the way that you're, you know, the the thoughts and how Joseph talks about, we've been here thousands and thousands of times living in the 3D, right? And now we're finally at that precipice where yeah. we're just, we're figuring out how to, I like how also you say, no one really talks about the 4D, yeah. but you kind of have to get through there to get to the 5D. Why don't we just talk about how Joseph explains that? Because I think it'll give so much clarity to people because I don't think they realize that, like they think 5D is this place you know, like we're mo- like we're going to go move there. <laughs> a lot of people are teaching, you just wake up there one day, you know, right. and, and that's, that's not the case. You know, this is vibrational movement. Mm-hmm. It is, it is vibrational because every manifestation, as you know, is non-physical first. And through our focus on it, we bring it into our physical experience. A lot of other stuff connected in there, but so. As we have moved out, and I want to, I don't know if you have seen Joseph's evolution of the human aspect video that we did. It's the front page of our, it's what we teach. It's the front page of our website and it yes. is a nine minute 
It's a nine-minute video that kind of really explains about timelines. A little vague, but it kind of hits the umbrella, you know, portion of this. But so we have been here thousands and thousands of times. And every time we come back, we kick off, we come back, we are moving into different timelines. We have shifted consciousness. Every time we come back, we evolve. And we evolve by way of our soul's evolution, our soul's vibration, which is in constant motion forward. So when we kick off, the physical vibration of us that is made up of all of our beliefs and understandings, the 3D contrasting, or as we say, out of alignment vibrations that are in alignment with the third dimension and in alignment with our journey in the third dimension, our beliefs, all of the sayings like life is hard, nothing is perfect, all of that stuff out of alignment with who we really are. We leave that vibration where there is vibrational agreement for it on that last timeline when we took off. When we come back, we are evolved by way of our soul's evolution because the soul's vibration, as you know, is the largest part of our physical vibration. And those two vibrations are blending, right? They're blending all the time. As we focus more and more on our soul's vibration, our physical vibration evolves, shifts to more of a dominant vibration in our soul. That happens over time. The more we choose to focus on love as opposed to the contrast that we've been in for eons of time, we of course begin to attract from the law of attraction, vibrational, they're all vibrational truths. We begin to naturally attract the loving vibrations of the universe, of our soul. And therefore we are then creating from those vibrations more so than the third dimensional makeup that we have. So our, our vibration shifts to accommodate our focus. So the more and more we focus on love, the more dominant our soul's vibration becomes as an active part, as a creative component, the dominant creative component to our creating of our own reality. The fourth dimension, so let's say, when we're first dropped in, and this is a very big subject, so I'll, I'll try to cut it as short as I can. But when we first step into a new realm of consciousness, in this case, the third dimension, we have no idea who we really are, which is the point of, of right. diving in here is to discover, right? And expand. So our third dimensional contrasting vibration is the dominant creative force of us. And so let's say we are creating 95% from the contrast and 5% from the soul. And to put it in human terms, every time you experience love in any form at all, you are focused on your soul and you expand, okay? So just to give a frame of reference. So as we come up through the ranks, so to speak, and as we're moving through this journey of the third dimension, we are choosing from the contrast. We are adopting and accommodating beliefs that we've been handed through religion, through our parents, teachings, understandings. Everything that is conjured in and taught from the third dimension is in alignment with the third dimension or wouldn't be here. Vibrational agreement is everything. So as we move through and we begin to understand that we have choice, first of all, and our choices are what 
is creating our reality and our physical experience, we kind of wisen up a little bit and we say, well, we don't have to choose this anymore. So at that point, we begin to focus more and more on our loving vibrations of our soul. And as we do that, our creative dominant force of vibration shifts. So here we are at 50-50 now. Now we're aware and we say, okay, we still have you know, a lot of the physical vibration. Of course, we're in the third dimension. We are still a match to it. Or again, we wouldn't be here. But we have choice and we're choosing the love vibration. When we get to actively choosing and attracting from that vibration, 49, 51 now, 51% soul, you know, that means we have stepped over the line and that's our beginning stage of the fourth dimension. The fourth dimension we refer to as the bridge. It's kind of getting our feet wet to enter into the fifth dimension because the human aspect does not know how to live without fear. We are addicted to fear, which is why Joseph gave us the seven steps to self-discovery and healing. It is it is a way out of the addiction. It's not only for substance abuse or any kind of that addiction. It is also for the fear, the addiction to fear. We are so used to it. People have said to me, I love your teachings, but it's really hard, so I'm not going to do it. They don't understand the evolution, because it is not easy. It is simple, but it's not easy because we are ingrained with the third dimension. And of course we are. We've been here thousands of times. So it's a conscious movement, conscious shift. So as we make our way, and we call that the downhill slide on the roller coaster, because once you start naturally focusing on choosing the soul vibration of you, the loving vibration to create from, your entire reality shifts, first of all, and you're creating from who you really are, which means you are experiencing in the physical uh, reality who you really are, manifested experiences. You are going from 4951 to 7030, 85. <laughs> it's really fast then because now you're right. aware and conscious of it. And then when you hit the 100% mark, that's when you're in the fifth dimension. So it's kind of like we're, we're swimming, we're learning how to swim in a new realm of consciousness, of love and not fear. So that's where the fourth dimension comes in. It's a conscious choosing to evolve, really, you know, right. a conscious participation. Yeah. I think another fascinating way is how Joseph explains the ego. Yeah. You know, I think if anything, I mean, there's so many things I've learned from Joseph and you, but everyone always has said the ego is, you know, this bad and, you know, thing. And it's, but gosh, as soon as I hear him talk about the ego and it's just this, oh, that just, if anything, that's like, that's for someone to figure out how to get from the 3D to the 4D, if they can get the ego, right? Yes. Yes. Well, that's why they brought it up in the first book. This is their first introduction to us and they just throw it in our face, you know, shift your perspective about the ego people, because even though so many people, and of course, it's a third dimensional teaching because it is based in fear. So that's the first determination you need to make, right? So even with all of those and wonderful teachers. But of course, as we've come up, the teachers have evolved, but they're still in the third dimension. I love Wayne Dyer. I, I know. Love I, oh, I'm love just going to say all. that. But Wayne yeah. Dyer used to say etching God etching out. God out. Yeah. Right? 
Yes. And that's, yes. But of course, that is from a collective awareness too. his awareness. And as we evolve, we expand all of us, you know, we're all expanding together. But in order to move into the new earth vibration and to, this is what we will all discover in the fourth dimension and a necessary step to get into the fourth dimension is the understanding that we don't take our contrasting vibrations with us there is vibrational agreement is at the foundation of everything you know from the soul's perspective and the new earth vibration everything 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 is perfect to say that that nothing is perfect is a third dimensional you know out of alignment statement because and that is the ignorance to the vibrational aspect that we are vibrational agreement is universal truth and when you have you don't have manifestation without vibrational agreement the universe does not judge the universe gives you exactly what you are asking for vibrationally focused on which is why we have to be aware of what we're choosing Right? right? Because we are the creators. There's nobody doing it for us. Nobody can choose your vibration for you. So that's number one. But wait um, a second. Go in. I want yeah. you to explain that because you gave a okay. great example about you chose, like, no one listens to me. You know, that whole kind of poor me, you had these beliefs. Yeah. And that's what you were given. That's where that comes into me, that example. Can you explain yeah. that? So most of the beliefs that we are handed are out of alignment, of course. If they were in alignment, they wouldn't be in the contrast. Right. So, and that's not to say that we don't have in alignment beliefs. You know, we do, but it's not our dominant creative force, you know, because we are creating vibrationally again. But when you are focused on a belief that is out of alignment with who you are, like I am unworthy, that belief, of course, is an, an attractor. The belief right. itself is an attractor of, of like vibrations. Hence, the law of attraction is the vibrational law that when you are focused on, you know, I am unworthy, that is just seeps into every part of your life, into your relationships, into your jobs, into how you feel about yourself and the, and the vibration you are emitting and asking for. So right. that's part of your contrasting physical vibration and it is out of alignment. So when you have beliefs like that, the contrasting beliefs, you are creating experiences from those beliefs. And people say, I don't know why I keep getting the same thing or whatever. Well, they're attracting the same vibrations. Now the experiences will be different, but they're still going to be out of alignment. You know, we have many beliefs from past lives that we're still reliving today. Not the same experience, but the vibration is still out of alignment. And so when you are creating from an out of alignment position, you are creating experiences that are out of alignment that you're not going to like, which is where the ego fits in to pay attention to the ego. You know, the vibrations that are out of alignment, there are two umbrellas. We try to make it very simple and under, and there are, there is no vibrational agreement between the two umbrellas. So we can say one is the contrasting umbrella and one is the new earth vibration umbrella, the vibration of your soul. And we want to say too that the contrast is not bad. It's just the contrast to who we really are. The contrast is good in that it offers choice when we become aware that we have choice up until that point, not so much, right? Right. So, but it's not the contrast fault. It's, you know, it's our awareness. Okay. So, so the two umbrellas that have no vibrational agreement under each umbrella, the contrasting umbrella hovers over 
every out of alignment vibrational pattern, call them thoughts, every out of, and there are unlimited probabilities, possibilities for experience that we can create by way of our focus. Most of our creation is from that umbrella. You can look outside and see that, right? So you are choosing from that. And when your beliefs are dominant from, and they are in the third dimension, most everybody is. And once you get the vibrational component to this, you'll start to see it all around you. You'll start to see in other people's lives what they're creating, conversations. Oh my it's gosh, amazing how everything shifts, right? Oh my gosh. So we have these two umbrellas and, and the other umbrella hovers over all of the in alignment beliefs and thought patterns and, and vibrations that are in alignment with who we are, love and passion, excitement, adventure. You know, I call that, you know, the, the treasure hunt. We're on a treasure hunt here because we don't know what we're going to find. But if we are walking the path of alignment, what we will find is our experiences of love. We will find experiences of adventure and passion and excitement and ideas that will bring us new opportunities that are in alignment with those vibrations. So that's why we have to first take self-responsibility for our own creations. So important. Blaming out of alignment. People, when I say this stuff, people say, whoa, this is overwhelming. Like I am eaten up without of alignment. Yeah, we are. We are, but that's why we're here. You know, that's right. why we're here now so we can move ahead consciously. Right. So the ego story, I'll give it to you in the example that jo- where Joseph taught me in a meditation when they were teaching me about the ego and its role here. We call this process the down by the river oh, process. Yes. I love this. <laughs> I love this yes, too. The red so and the fun. white balls, right? The red and the white balls, yeah, okay. the balloons. I mean, however you want yes. to picture them. So they said, go into a meditation. We're going to show you. We're going to, we're going to show you this, right? So I'm in there and I had just gotten back from this great fly fishing trip out in Montana. Never been before. It was amazing. And we went to this Madison River that was the most gorgeous. It was the most gorgeous place I've been in the state. So I'm sitting. So they said, sit down on the riverbank. And I did. And they said, okay, now look to your left. And I looked to my left and there sat my ego loving vibration, just like my best friend, like I knew my ego. And they, and I said, Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And they said, okay, look to your right. And there sat Joseph and my soul sitting there so that we're just sitting there, just hanging out. And they said, okay, Are you now seeing look like up. energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you, I'm yes. trying to visualize what you're seeing. Yes, it, it is because it's all vibrational seeing, right? It's my sixth sense. Okay. Well, putting these, I knew that there was some, I could feel it could feel okay. the energy. So I'm feeling the love from both sides. And yes, when I look there, I know there's something there. And it is like a, yeah, an energy blob, not a form, not a human. It's an energy that I recognize. Just mm-hmm. like when they talk to me, I recognize their energy. I recognize what they're saying. You know, right. it's vibrational communication. And the more you focus on it, the more it expands and the more right. you can, you know, access it. So this is what I'm, so I'm feeling this love. You know, I feel like I am one with these two entities. So anyway, they said, okay, now look at the river. And when I looked at the river, I saw these big red and white balloons, balls, you know, and they were flowing in the river and jumping up and down all over the place. Just beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I said, what am I looking at? This is, this is beautiful. And, and Joseph said, these are, these balls represent vibrational patterns, vibrational thought patterns. 
the red ones are out of alignment with who you are and the white ones are in alignment with who you are. Now, I wasn't real sure about those terms yet when they gave me this, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is going to be fun. And so they said, choose a thought. Nice, no judgment, right? So I reached in. The one closest to me that I was most familiar with was a red one. And I picked up the red and it was just beautiful. It reminded me of one of those, the old Christmas balls. Remember those where you would look yes. into it and your face would get all distorted. It was so fun. And I, I was just, you know, mesmerized by the red ball. And I put it beside me and I reached in and I took another one, put it beside me. And I'm starting to feel this nudging on my left hand side, just kind of like an annoyance, didn't pay much attention, reached in, took another one. And as I'm doing that, I'm seeing that. Now, the more red balls I'm choosing, the more red balls I'm seeing. So pretty soon, all I'm seeing are red balls because that's where I'm focused. So didn't know that at the time, but I'll give you the hints along the way. So so as I'm choosing this, the ego, you know, I'm feeling this nudging. Now it's starting to hurt. And I look over, vibrationally, of course. So I look over at my ego and I go, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing that for? And he said, Cindy, you are choosing... By default, you are choosing what is familiar to you. You are choosing out of alignment thoughts. And my nudging you is the coordinating emotional response you are going to receive as you continue to choose those red balls. And if you don't pay attention to me and realize what you are choosing, you are creating a pathway to an out of alignment experience that you are not going to like. And if you just pass that off, you will then begin to feel the illness and the sickness in your body because you are continuing to focus out of alignment with who you really are. So if I were you and I am, I would put those back and choose again and recognize what I'm telling you through negative emotion. Wow. I went, wow. Okay. So I start putting them back in. And as I'm putting them back in, I'm feeling lighter and less pain, less pain, all of a sudden it just goes away. I looked at Joseph and they said, choose again. So I reached in and I picked up a white ball and it was this glowing and luminescent white. And as soon as I touched it, it was just love. It was just amazing love. And I started collecting them. And the more I collected, the more love I felt, the passion. I felt all of the emotions that go with our soul's vibration. Because you see, the ego is the balance to the soul in the third dimension. The soul provides positive emotion, we call positive emotion, in alignment emotions that go, that are in alignment with the vibration of who we really are, which is our soul. And those emotions are love and peace and joy and all of those things, but they don't provide the soul, the collective that you are does not provide anything that's out of alignment with it. It can't, it wouldn't, you know, it's impossible. So the ego, when we choose to come here, the ego steps up and says, I'll go with her to navigate the third dimensional rocks and boulders and all those stuff, you know, all the stuff. And I will communicate vibrationally with her as you communicate soul with her. So she knows when she's in and out of alignment. That is the role of the ego to provide the contrasting emotion, or we would not know when we're choosing out of alignment thoughts and out of alignment experiences ultimately. 
Yeah, so the ego true. is your friend, guys. Don't, you know, I, I see a lot of teachers saying, just get rid of the ego, get rid of it. Right. I saw a teacher say one time, um, well, my men's group has decided we are just not going to desire anything anymore. <laughs> How does that serve you? Yeah, what do you mean not going to? That's a desire. We're desiring right. not to desire, you know, I said, come on. So, you know, so think about what you're choosing is the key there about how it's feeling, how it feels right. and just choose again. You know, we are not um, advocates of going back and spending a lot of time, you know, trying to figure out what happened. We just say in the now, how do you feel? How do you feel? And what you're choosing, what you're building, what you're creating, how does it make you feel? You know, and if it's not love and peace and joy and all that good stuff, rethink right. and rechoose. Yeah. Yeah. I think of parenting and I'm a mother of two daughters that are teenagers. And when I was listening to that, when I could, you know, I'm pretty calm as a mom. People always say, gosh, Ashley, you're so calm. But it's because I, I know that when something triggers me, it's, you know, the yeah. ego saying, okay, you're not in alignment. It's yeah. not, that's not where we're supposed to be. Check in, get your vibration right. And I'm right. so tuned into that, that when I do have the girls, you know, do something that I think is wrong or bad, even though I know everything's perfect. It is a check-in, you know, it's like just getting, but I feel like that bridge of that 4D is where I'm building. And I feel like, you know, when you feel that, um, that the 80% of your day or life or whatever is in that calm, high vibration, and you have that awareness of the, what that alignment feels like. Yes. And you can just get there and you know how to get there and you know, all of the, you know, the tools that you do in the morning, the meditation, the, the being outside and all the things that I, that bring me to that love, playing yeah. with my dogs, you know, whatever it is. But yes. people are always like, how do you do that? And I'm like, well, I know what it feels like to even be like a tiny bit below that line of yeah. that high vibration or that alignment, you know, and it's a practice. It is. It's a process. Right. Because we're consciously shifting it now, you know. Right. And so anything, all those, everything you just described is just, you know, just beautiful, um, focusing on that space as opposed to the other space. We're always focusing on something and we're always choosing something, you know, from our perspective and the new earth perspective. It's moment by moment choosing. That's really what happens here. We don't think about it that way, but that is really who we are moment by moment choosing, right. moment by moment creating. So choosing your thoughts, but the, you know, people say it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming because we're not used to it. Right. But when we consciously begin choosing it and we get past the overwhelmment of it, we really shift and then it becomes natural. It is the right. most natural for us, but it becomes our natural attractor then, you know, because we're naturally attracting the other way now because of the time we've been doing it, you right. know, by default, really. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I want to talk about Joseph and have people explain. I want you to explain to everybody about, I've had many channels on this show and, you know, it's getting into that meditative state or, you know, waiting for some silence and then bringing, you know, having the channel bring their person through or group through or whatever. But with Joe, it's just you talking. And I, when I look at the evolution of how you, evolved into this where you are now and how it's it's just so natural and it's just so it's so natural and I feel like the Joseph there's you were explaining that there's what seven personalities 
what is Joseph? Like explain Joseph. Yeah, they're a collective of teachers. And when they first started, they were seven. I don't know how to separate them. I don't separate. They all, actually, that's not true. Now I was told about a year ago that there are now 12. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me because I can't, I don't, there's no separation. I can't, I'm not sure even what that means. I don't really pay attention to that because I feel them and I, I am that we are so blended that I know when they are dominantly present and they are now, they are in my sessions, they are in interviews, uh, but we are still blended. But they are a collective of teachers that I have been with, evidently. My soul is part of this collective group. And in the beginning, when they first started coming through, you know, I argued all the time with them. I was really stubborn about it. Who are you? What do you want? Who are you? Who are you? But it was always a loving, loving feeling, you know, but they were, they started out teaching, you know, I just had to learn to trust and all that stuff. And then as we evolved and I knew I was going to be channeling them, you know, we'll find a new word for that too, because it's just vibrational communication and, and channeling kind of scares people, I think. Right. And there's really no need for that. But even, you know, channeling, we did a podcast on the evolution of channeling. You know, if you look at Esther, the history of Esther, way back in the beginning in the 80s, when she first started channeling Abraham, she was in a trance, her voice was different, everything was different. Now she steps up, focuses for a couple minutes and she starts talking. So you can see that evolution. Jane was always in a trance when she channeled Seth, remember? So as we evolve, it's just vibrational communication. And as we evolve and expand our own vibration, those abilities that are who we really are expand too. So which is why we have, you know, brought into the awareness our sixth sense, because our sixth sense will be our uh, it is the foundation now. We just don't know it, but it will be our creative force in the new vibration, in the vibration of the new earth. Everything is vibrational and the sixth sense is our vibrational acuity. You know, some refer to it as the, the third eye, you know, the seeing when you see visions or whatever. I don't right. see a lot. Sometimes I do. Sometimes they'll show me things, but it's mostly feeling and, and communication you know, blocks of thought, conversation. It just comes however it comes. And I've learned over time, it was not easy for me in the beginning. I kept saying to them, how do I do this? How do I do this? How come I'm not doing it like that person or I'm not going into a trance like that person? They said, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to. They said it till they were blue in their proverbial face. (laughs) And I just kept asking the questions until, and they just kept the same thing because the human you and me, and everybody who's listening, and everybody on the planet has the same ability. It's just the developing of that sixth sense. Because we will be, as we move into the fourth dimension, and we are consciously shifting our dominant creative force, and we get more and more into the use of, I hate to even say it that way, but it is, the use of our soul's vibration That comes with the territory because it's communication, you know, and once you communicate with other dimensions, you know, they're on, they're in the fifth dimension or higher. I don't even know. I mean, some people say, oh, I, I channeled somebody who was on the 15th dimension, a friend of mine said, and I said, I don't even know what that means. What, what is, I have no idea the concept of that, you know, it has, I have no frame of reference for any of that, but as soon as you 
learn to feel, learn to, to utilize your vibrational acuity, you can connect with any vibration you want to just by focus. It's right. all through your focus. That's how you connect. When uh, Joseph talks about the 3D, he, t- he or they re- reference it as like a carnival. And the I just love that. Will you, and, that uh, will you explain to like what they, how Joseph explains the 5D? How oh, what it garden, looks like? The Garden yeah. of Eden. We get that question a lot. What does it look like? You know, and they always say, it looks like what you think it looks like. We have likened it to a Garden of Eden. And if you read uh, in Revelation, I think it's the last chapter in Revelation in the Bible, John talks about the new earth and that will be our next step. He ends with, this is where you're going, you know, to the new earth, which I always found interesting. But the, uh, yeah, so the, uh, Joseph said one time, if everybody on the planet was focused on alignment for 60 seconds, everyone would be experiencing their version, their translation of the new earth for 59 of them. Because that collective, you know, Abraham says one in alignment is more powerful than a million who aren't, right? right? So can you imagine 7 billion people, you know, focusing on alignment? We would have no chaos for that 60 seconds. So it is a place most of us cannot even imagine what it's like to live in a physical place creating from the space of love. I took a, a vibrational trip to Telos out in Mount Shasta. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you're, you know, the fifth dimensional city out in that mountain. And I am evidently a Lemurian, you know, uh, transplant. And I went there because evidently what I was told there, what I, I was part of the, the building team of that city, which is partly why I'm doing this now. I don't know, it goes into a whole nother story, but that is a fifth dimensional city. And when I saw that vibrationally, of course, it is the most, I can't even describe the beauty of it because not only is it created from natural crystals and, and gems and like we were sitting at this huge, what we would refer to as a conference table, a conference room table, but the whole thing was this big ruby it was indescribable. There's no top to it. You know, I mean, there's no top to the city. It just expands and just the most beautiful stone and just colors that you can't even imagine. And not only that, but the peace that is there, of course, you know, the peace that's there. So the, the most beautiful place you could possibly imagine for yourself, because it's an interpretation at this point, you know, is what it looks like. And it will be our next step in our physical world. We'll, we'll zip through the fourth dimension. We will be in that most of, the, as we're coming out, if you've watched that, that video, you can see the aspect changing its lightness. Um, right. I hope that came across. And that is the movement into the fourth dimension when we are lighter and when we are dominant in our soul's vibration, that's the fourth dimension for us. And we will move out of that because our bodies in the fifth dimension will also be a manifestation of that vibration. So for instance, we won't have, we won't have the denseness. There won't be an immune system because there'll be nothing to be immune from. You know, there's no illness. There's no, right. there's only wellness there. So it's almost unfathomable to us in this right. state, you know. Right. 
So people are listening now going, um, how do I get there? Like, you yeah, know, exactly. and then I think we move from, uh, we move yeah. it with our, you know, 3D human self, you know, we're going back and forth and, you know, the more like we talked, you know, we get more understanding what it feels like to be in alignment and we focus yes. on our thoughts and all love and all that. When I look at, I don't focus on all the this corruption that's going on now. Yeah, it's hard to hear and, you know, and I'm with, I'm a mother and so I'm, you know, listening to what they have in their life and this world. And so I'm, I am tapped in there. But for the most part, people, like I can hear someone saying, geez, are you even with in reality, Ashley? Like you don't watch the news. You don't talk about the illness. I only talk about the wellness. I've only done that for their whole entire childhood. I, their whole life, we Bravo. only talk wellness. And I know how powerful our thoughts are. And yes. we are that, you know, I understand what it is like in the 5D. I do feel that. I feel like when I'm outside with my dogs and I'm looking at the birds and I'm, in yes. that place, I just, oh, this is just this most beautiful life I could ever imagine. Yes, that's right. Is that, where's Cindy? Like, what is Cindy? How does her life look? Cindy, very similar to that. In January of 2020, uh, Joseph said many times, from here on out, we want you to focus only on your own alignment. That's it. And we've always talked about alignment, but they were very, they were really stressing it to me. And I didn't understand why until March rolled around. And then I said, okay, now I get it because I, you know, that's a whole nother story, but I'm not buying into that. So that whole thing just was a opportunity for choosing. Let's call it. It was an opportunity for choosing. So I said to Joseph, okay, now, now my life didn't change in that at all. Right. Um, I still work for my brother part time. He's a builder here, um, in Atlanta and we didn't miss a beat. And because of our focus and, right. uh, and our clients too, same thing. We're surround, we're attracting the same thing. So I said right. to Joseph, okay, they're, they're closing down everything. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wear that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to. So where am I going to buy? The way will be shown, they said, which is another, another point I want to make about focusing on alignment because they said, when you are in alignment, you are always given the opportunities that you need to move forward, always from love. And they said to me in the be whole beginning of the whole March thing, they said, don't, don't focus on the chaos that's being created now. It's offering opportunity for choosing to everyone. Always understand that regardless of what's going on, you are still the creator of your own reality. You are still creating your own experience, which is why we said focus on your own alignment. Continue to attract from the loving thoughts and you will always be shown the way out. And, the, and it always has been that way. So I created a, a place of peace for myself. Now I spent a lot of time alone and I lost some family members through this stuff, not through that. But through this stuff, because they have their own journeys, they don't quite buy into it, whatever, that's fine. And I lost some friends who went, who took to the fear side. Unfortunately, right. some spiritual friends uh, chose that path too, which I was very, very huh. surprised at, very surprised. But of course, everybody makes their own choice what's best for them. You know, I always, of course, choose the wellness path, always. And right. I'm with you. I don't, I don't get involved with any of it in any way as nothing, nothing. And therefore, if it weren't for your girls, would you be experiencing any of it? I don't. Right. 
know, but I don't have kids. So I don't have to be involved in what they're hearing, you know, because I'm sure you're, you know, we actually, I wanted to say this to you. They're prodding me to say this to you. Um, did a session with a woman the other night who was raising two young teenagers and is a coach, an addiction coach for uh, recovering addicts. And she was asking about how to bring her children into this way of thought. And Joseph was applauding her for that question. So we want to say this to you and your audience of people who have kids out there. Teach them how to choose now. Teach them how to choose. They are much wiser than we were at their age. And if you can teach them the vibrational component to their choosing now, they will have a leg up on the rest of their lives forever because that will never change. And they will always, it'll be first and foremost in their creative force of what they're choosing and what they're, what they're creating for themselves to experience. And that's important. The younger you can teach them, the better off they're going to be. Oh, Cindy. Especially now. You just were the best commercial for my program. So my (laughs) program is called Raising Confidence. And it started in 2020 when I was started this podcast, Cindy. And I just was doing these solos at the beginning. I did. It was just inspired thought. It was like Joseph came into my head and said, Ashley, start a podcast. (laughs) Like, okay, Joseph, (laughs) if that's what you say. So I did. I didn't know why. And then I did the first three episodes, just like, this is who I am. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm a mom and I, this is what I've been parenting. And I've, you know, I was an older mom. I did all the Abraham Hicks. They know we've met, we've met Esther at the mall and she, the girls went and told her that they were tapped in, tuned in and turned on and she just (laughs) got a kick out of it. They were like five and seven at the time. But when I, I started and then all of a sudden I had people all over the country, please help my kid, please help my kid. And I now, you know, through almost four years into this program, this is all, I have eight weeks of program of these topics that I put together from what I believe that changed my girl's perspective of 2020 into mom, this is happening for us. It's not too, you know, they knew we had the best time ever. Bravo. Oh my God. Bravo. You just gave me the best commercial for my class because I have this passion in me and I've done like past life things where I've always been this teacher and I, I'm, I'm just so in love with these children's souls. And I, I know they're in there. And once they get what I'm saying, they get rid of those blinders and they, you know, the fog lifts and they're like, Oh, yes, I remember. It's almost like in a remembering. Yes, it is. They're so, yes, because they come in aware, you know? And then, I mean, I can only imagine how different my life would have been. I'll be 62 in November. How different my life would have been if I had not been taught all that fear. Of course, my parents were in fear too, and our parents, you know, that generation. But if I had not been in fear of all that, you know, and it's not a, a remembrance of, you know, damn it, you know, what could have been different? It's not like that at all because our journey, remember our time frame is eternity. So right. we don't, there's nothing wrong ever. We're just on a journey. We're just on a journey. But before I forget to tell you this, after the show is I want to, I want to propose an idea for you for your, uh, for your classes and stuff. So yeah, very important now to be teaching and exampling more importantly, exampling for your own kids, how to create you know, a lot of people talk about manifestation and they talk about, uh, you know, one reason why the secret 
uh, why uh, Esther and Abraham kind of backed out of that was because the vibrational component was left out. Right. And they said nobody would understand it. And that's probably true. The right. awareness wasn't, you know, a vibrational one yet. at the time. But without the vibrational component, if you don't understand how you're creating, you don't understand how to shift how you're creating. You right. know, it's the most, it's the simplest form of shifting and creating what we prefer. So many people that I meet with, they say, I didn't even know I had a choice. Right. And, and, and you know, a lot of people just don't know we can choose. Right. So that's, you know, there are a lot of firsts here. Or right. as Joseph I, oh. would say, there is no first step. There's only the next step. And it's the right. next step of understanding. Right. Yeah. I always talk about the hamster wheel and the parents that I work with, you know, and I'm like, let's put that stick in there. You know, that we got to put that stick in. We're, this is important. <laughs> like, yeah. We can't create just, a new wheel. Yeah, yeah. Let's create a new wheel. What does Joseph say? Like when I look at the five dimension school, you know, where kids are, that's really an interesting, I, cause I have these visions of, you know, what school will look like in the fifth dimension. Yeah. And I want to be part of it. Like I just have this like vision well, of these kids. Yeah. Your part of your role is to create, is to create the beginning of that. A lot of our coaching is to teachers as they evolve their own modalities and moving in. We get a lot, this question all the time. How do I, you've already created, you have already created. Um, your fifth dimensional school. It won't be called a school then. You'll probably come up with a name for it. There's a, there's a tidbit for you. You have already created what you are moving into and you are now, what you're doing now is bringing it into your physical experience. And as you do more and more and as the awareness of the collective expands to include what you have to offer, you will expand your fifth dimensional teaching into the fourth and fifth dimension. So when you come back, you'll already be there. But that school is something for you to create. It will be more guided and less taught. It will be a guidance. It will be a vibrational guidance. Everything we need is within us. So it, you know, it's just going to be like we're doing now. It's choosing to shift consciousnesses you know, people have said to us before, well, once we get to the fifth dimension, there's no contrast, you know, we're done, right? Like, <laughs> no, we're not done. We're not, we continue to expand. We always continue to expand. That's right. the whole nature of the universe, you know, is just constant expansion. Well, what is there to expand into? Well, that's a really limited question that we're not going to answer, you know, <laughs> right? because that's a pathway of discovery. What do you want to create is the question, right. you know? But- so when you say, when I come back, because Joseph talks about the vibration you die when we die, the vibration that we're at, you yeah. come back to another life in that in that yeah. same vibration and start from there. Is that what you meant? As, as the physical, yes, as the contrasting one. But now, this is why it's so important now to get this. Because now when you kick off this time, you will be at the other end of the fourth dimensional bridge. And by the evolution of your soul, you're just going to slide right through that proverbial door that's there. 
you're going to be greeting people at the, you know, you're going to be welcoming people. I can see you with a big sign hanging up over there. Welcome <laughs> to the fifth dimension. We did a, a quote one day where we put, um, I built this staircase up and in, into the fifth dimension and there was a door at the top and the door was wide open and there was blue sky. You could see through the door, you know, and on the door was a sign that said, welcome to the fifth dimension. And the staircase was built at an angle going up and underneath the staircase and on both sides were two big garbage bins, you know, full of hefty bags. And it said, deposit fear here. You don't go. You cannot get through the door with fear. So this is the beginning of our next step. So yeah, when you, when you come back, if you choose to, and you will, you will say that I will, because I need more work to be done. Because your purpose You'll come back, not here, you'll be in the new earth because your vibration will be dominant in your soul and you'll just step right into it, you know? Um, now this is, so many people say, but what about the other people? It's like the earth isn't going away. This earth is not going, this is not going away. There's so much shit being taught, but I'm oh, sorry, kids. <laughs> they're, they're, um, but they're, you know, the earth's not going away and every single human, every aspect will evolve and is evolving on its own path in its own time frame, making its own choices. So that's never, you know, people say, well, I don't want to go and leave my family. I'm not going to leave your family. There, everybody's coming. Everybody's coming. It's just the next step for the human aspect as a collective. So back to your thing. Yeah. You are going to help to design that whole uh, I, I, you know, I don't like to use the third dimensional. I see what they're saying, but there's not a word for it. I don't like to use the third dimensional words because it limits it, you know, yeah. but right. it is a, it's a vibrational coaching is probably the best thing. It's a, it's a, your guidance coach, you know, only mm-hmm. that you will be teaching, teaching the new ones, really these aspects you know, that are coming forward and they'll be born there. You'll be teaching them how to, almost like when we first came into the third dimension, this is the same thing we're doing now. We're just right. more aware. We're coming into a new dimensional realm. So you will be teaching the aspects, guiding the aspects. This is how you do it. Jesus did it. Jesus did it here. No, we didn't pay attention to him that way. You know, right. he said it a million times and we go, yeah, 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 but heal that guy. Well, wait a minute. What about what I'm saying? Yeah, we don't know. Heal that guy over there. Nobody paid attention to what he was saying. I am who you are. Right. I am who you are. This is how you do this. You right. know? So, um, yeah, you'll be, you're, of course, very important to that movement. And so as you, as your role here expands and your schooling, whatever you're going to call it, expands, you're going to walk right into that. You're developing what you'll be doing there, here. This is like your first step in that development. Right, right. Because it will go over to the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I was listening to something you were talking about on somewhere about being patient and letting go. And, um, you know, sometimes I, you know, I get on the calls with these parents and I can just tell they're, you know, they have their, their limiting beliefs, their stories that they keep telling themselves. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, I can't get through them, but it's okay. It's not their time. And then, you know, and then I see some kids that have the same going on. And, you know, my old self would be saying, Oh, I'm just forget it. Like this is, I can't, what's, but it's yeah. just such a different feeling. And I have such a draw 
it doesn't matter if I'm teaching one kid every, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That one person, like you say, one person is more powerful than a million that don't have that belief. And if I can help that one, but I do have that patience. And I don't know if that's part of me just knowing that it's going to work out. I know it's going to be this huge thing. You're so blended with your soul. When you step off into the third dimension, it's not for long. I mean, and we're, we all do it because we're here. We all do it, but you're, you're so in line. And so your dominant vibration is really in your soul more so than the contrast, which is why you're starting to take on the, probably not starting to, but you're there, take on the, the behavior of your soul vibration, which is important. I said to Joseph one time a while ago, you know, how do I do this or how do I do that? And I said, Cindy, think of yourself as our representative in the physical body. And at first I had to apologize. Oh, I'm really sorry about this. You know, <laughs> sorry about that. But, um, you know, but they said, behave the way you think we would. Huh. It goes back to the, you know, what would Jesus do kind of thing? Right. Behave the way your soul would behave if it was physical because that's who we are. Right. You know, so they say, we don't have patience. We are patience. And it's not really, you know, when you get to that point, it's, it's patience is very limiting because we have a stigma to it. Mm -hmm. So it's a knowing and it's, it's really the induction of the eternal perspective of yourself. It's the eternal perspective. Yeah. Right. Had somebody say to me the other day, how fast can I get to the fourth dimension? Like, I got to get rid of all this stuff. How fast can I get there? And I said, well, first, the first thing you have to do is take that time element out of it because now you're out of alignment with your desire to get there. You right. know, exactly. Oh, shoot. You know, I mean, <laughs> we really have to watch what we're saying because we're, and again, it is deciphering the third dimensional teachings and understandings and our beliefs. It's all of that stuff. And really saying, okay, that's in alignment with the third dimension. But since I'm moving to another neighborhood now, I need to paint my house another color. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to change my landscape over here and right. I'm going to design a new home to live in from a new foundation. Right. Yeah. It was, it was the other thing that you were talking about was picture your bedrooms that you've had, you know, like you're moving from yeah. your childhood bedroom. And yes. that was a cool way to look at yeah. that, explain that. Yesterday, they gave me this one when I was talking to that same woman who just wants to, you know, she just wants to go, go, go. And they're showing me this vision of getting to the third dimension. And she was talking about all the abuse she'd been through and the trauma in not only this life, but in previous lives too. And of course, those vibrations remain with us until we understand them right. and we, we, and we can, you know, create something new. And Joseph said to her, Picture yourself like the last step on the edge of the third dimension. Now look down at your shoes. And what they showed me was this old beat up pair of shoes that had been through the mud, you Mm -hmm. know, through the water, holes in them, no laces anymore. And just my toes are sticking out. They don't fit anymore. They said, now take off those shoes and leave them at the, leave them at the end. Mm -hmm. You know, those are your third dimensional shoes. Leave them there. And step across in your bare feet. And when and he talks to those people, does is it a learning how to get rid of that story that she keeps telling herself? Does he help yeah. her yes. change the story? Yeah, we change an ending. 
And really the beginning stage of that is to create a new ending. Like in my book too, I don't know if you, if you read that or not, but they took me back because I had an issue that I'd been carrying for many lifetimes about my father. What goes back to if I had not been taught all that fear, you know, right. it, it affected every area of my life. And finally it was in my twenties, my mid twenties. And I said, well, I was trying everything. I was trying everything. And I couldn't. So finally, after I met Joseph, I said, okay, you guys have to help me get rid of this. Take me back to the place where it started so I know how to do this, you know, mm-hmm. vibrationally. And because nothing else was working for me, you know. So they said, okay, go into a meditation, you know, because that's right. when I can get into alignment pretty good. And I said, take me back. And then Michael appeared to me. And Michael started walking me down this pathway. And it was beautiful. It was really dark. But it was really, I felt very safe because he was very big. And all of a sudden, there I was standing. He said, stop and look up. And I looked up and there was a, it was almost like a stage, uh, a three-sided uh, shack. And mm-hmm. we were looking at, the, you know, looking in it, but the front side was off, of course. And there was a, <clears throat> there was a, a young man, a young woman. I was the young woman, knew exactly who it was. And it was my husband. It was my father in this life, my husband in that life. And it was probably from the 18, I want to say 1800s. There was no, there was a table and two chairs, all wooden. It was nothing else in the place, old shack. And I was laying on the ground in the fetal position. He was beating me. And I, mm-hmm. and as I'm watching this, I started crying and feeling the emotion of that aspect. I'm watching an aspect of myself. So we're in this timeline. So he's showing me the first mm-hmm. experience where this belief started. Huh. And I turn, I started to turn and Michael, and I said, I don't want to see this anymore. And Michael said, no, 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 turn around. And he turned me around. And when I turned back around, the scene was the same. The shack was the same, but now he was the young man was sitting at the table and I was standing behind him, comforting him. He had his head in his hands. And Michael said to me, This is the changing to the ending of that story. We have shifted it from fear to love. The new ending of the story is he had fear, which is why he was taking it out on you. This is not verbatim. It was vibrational, but this was the, this was the discovery of this. The, the shifting of that was we, that aspect, of course, every time I focused on that unworthiness belief that I had carried all those lifetimes, it ended um, it, it ended out of alignment, which is why it was still in my vibration. It was still an out of alignment vibration. So we shifted it. So now, so that aspect was now comforting him with love. It was a loving ending to that story, to that experience. So now that shifted and created a new belief right. that we comfort yeah. each other with compassion and love. You know, and so now it wasn't taken out on me anymore because it really had nothing to do with me. So there was a discovery that unfolded there too. So, you know, the vibrational aspects and, and what we can accomplish by and, and understand not only accomplish, but what we can discover about our own vibration by discovering our vibrational acuity and that we are vibrational at our core. It opens up a whole new world for us. So true. Uh, we have gone over and I'm so grateful for your time, Cindy. No problem at all. Gosh, I loved it. What, no um, anything that, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share? 
you know, we say to everybody that you are so loved. You cannot in this human collective, in this human body, you have not experienced the love that we have for you, uh, the love that your soul carries as you. And we say, we encourage you every step of the way to get in touch with that love. It is available to you in every moment, in every moment. And this is the choice we encourage to move forward and to leave, leave behind the old you, if you will, the one who experienced the contrast and pat yourselves on the back. I'm going to start crying in a minute. Mm. I'm feeling this really good. And pat, Oh. Pat yourselves on the back for a job well done. Oh, see. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and know the love that you are and that you have within you. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And we can find you on the teachings of jo- Joseph everywhere, yes. basically. Yes, yes. Oh. Thank you for that. Yeah, just thank love you. everybody. Yeah. Yes, just love. Thank you. Thank you you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always look for the magic.